Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Infuego. Across from me is BJ Shea, the show's namesake, because Mickey B is still on vacation. Well, I would be here anyway. Well, Wait. sometimes you're uh, on a quote-unquote on assignment, a.k.a. on the toilet. But now she's a.k.a. on assignment. Yeah. Maybe on, well, I don't know, probably on a toilet. I'm so confused. <laughs> also over there is Joey Dees. Hello. Hi. On today's show, we will get comic book recommendations from Scott over at Comics Dungeon. BJ Shea will give us his own comic book rundown we will talk more san diego comic-con news because guess what there's a lot of it yeah and then uh maybe that ever present more more if you want to get a hold of us you can do so bjgeeknation at gmail.com you can also find us on all the social media just by searching for bj shay's geek nation and uh, go to bjgeeknation.com find us there get all the old episodes or super easy mode go to radio.com click the favorite on us and uh, download all of our episodes that's cool yeah right I love that stuff radio.com makes it easy <laughs> technology is really really cool um, let's actually start off with our comic book recommendations from Scott over at Comics Dungeon. Scott from Comics Dungeon joins us, and you can get comic book recommendations and more at ComicsDungeon.com. And Scott, what are your recommendations for us this week? You know, uh, I've got a couple books. Uh, first one is a follow-up. We talked a few weeks ago about uh, the Leviathan event, and there was a story in there about Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was tag-teamed with uh, Red Lantern Cat and, and all of that. So <laughs> his, his series finally started. And it's hilarious. Really? Um, if you, it's 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 a it's a very unique take on on Jimmy, and uh, it's uh, it's. It's written by um, Mass Fraction, who is oh, is, oh yeah. is hilarious. You know his sex criminals. If you like sexy humor, <laughs> like is, the emphasis on awesome. the sex. <laughs> not, not for right. the kids. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. But this, this one's just written in a bunch of little scripts. It, you know, uh, one of the first stories is you see Jimmy Olsen at the edge of the atmosphere going to take one of those uh, uh, atmospheric skydives and oh, yeah. uh, this big experiment. He's doing it for the good of. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, he he gets injected with something that they're testing, and he turns into Jimmy Turtle. Jimmy Turtle? <laughs> Jimmy Turtle. <laughs> reference to an old-school 60s, 70s story where Jimmy ends up getting all sorts of weird superpowers, and one of the ones <laughs> is he becomes this human turtle. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Jimmy Olsen's. Right, exactly. So he's falling to Earth. Superman's like, oh, my God. Jimmy, you're a turtle falling to Earth again. <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he goes and tries to limit the damage, which he does a bit, but it tears up Metropolis. And, you know, it, chaos just kind of ensues, all sorts of craziness. Uh, Shenanigans is, I think, they, what they call those. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so if you just kind of want to see a fun, uh, you know, story set in the Superman universe, uh, read Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> you'll, you'll just get a kick. I love it. What else do you got for us? So the second book uh, takes a little more of a, 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 a somber turn. Uh, George Takei has uh, uh, published his biography in graphic novel form. It's called They Called Us Enemy. Oh. And if you uh, if you know anything about George Takei's history, uh, when he was a young uh, uh Boy, growing up here in uh, in the U.S., uh, he actually spent uh, time in the relocation camps uh, for the Japanese Americans during World War II. Damn, yeah. And uh, it's he was he was young, and, and a lot of the story look is is taken from that perspective of a a kid in that experience. You know, not quite fully understanding the ramifications and all the politics, but understanding the impact it has on his family. Mm-hmm. And uh and it's 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 very touching. It was, you know, not one of the best times in America, uh not one of our best actions uh yeah. as as a political system that we've done, but it really shaped him and his brother and his sister. His his parents were very actively involved in those in those camps, and and uh, tried to build a community and and you know make the best of the absolute worst. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean that is with like the growing climate and the political structure of what's going on nowadays it i think it bears that this is something that is important for people to read because this is stuff that's happened in our past that isn't so great and the way you want to look at that it is through the eyes of someone who's experienced it and i think having that kid kind of bend on that where he's the child seeing through the eyes will help a lot in terms of helping uh kids process and go uh process what's going on right now no, I absolutely agree, and and it does. It relates very much to what's happening now. Some of the legislation from that time was part of the Trump versus Hawaii suit mm-hmm. just what eighteen months ago. Gosh, yeah. Um, you know, so it's 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 still very real. It's still very active in our legal system. But this was this was a fascinating book to see his take and his parents' take on the Roosevelts. And uh, you know, we we got get to see a little bit of how he actually takes that energy, learns from his parents as he started growing up about some of the behind the scenes that was going on, mm-hmm. how that formed George's view in becoming an activist. He's he, yes. he's obviously an activist in, in equal rights in many different avenues, you know, whether that's uh, racial profiling, whether that's the LGBTQ community. Um, and, and he's become quite a voice, really leveraged his celebrity to, yes. to take those tragic and hard times that he he's lived through and turn it into something positive in the modern world. Awesome, man. I mean, seriously, thank you so much, Scott. Again, it is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number one, and uh, the George Takei uh, novel, graphic novel, And They Call Us Enemy. If you guys want some more uh, comic book recommendations, you can get a hold of Scott, like we said. Go to ComicsDungeon.com. You can also find him on Facebook and all the social media. Thank you so much, Scott. Thanks, Rob. 
Thank you so much, Scott. And again, comicsdungeon.com is where you can find out information from that. If you want to get some comic book recommendations, you can email him. You can send him a Facebook message. You can email us, and we can uh, kind of run it through, and I can ask him. But that's kind of a whole bunch of uh, extra work on my part, and I'll probably remember how to do it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I believe in you, Rev. Yeah, I don't. So thank you for that. Uh, BJ. Yes, sir. What comic books have you been reading? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm still doing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. This is a, now I, I get it through Comicsology, so I don't actually have a hard copy in front of me, and sometimes I do variant covers. But issue oh. 26 was really weird because I, I looked at the summary, looked at the comic cover, and as I started reading the book, I was like, "There is what's happening in the book is not what the cover's about, and the summary also is not what the comic is about." So yeah. I wonder if there was a faux pas for issue 26 at least uh, with somebody because uh, the cover has got Spider-Man playing poker with a bunch of villains uh, uh, you know uh, and the villains that are there some of them are in the issue mm-hmm. and some of them aren't Oh. Like, you don't even see them. So I'm not quite sure. Is it like a dog's playing poker sort of look on it, that? It, 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 in a way, yeah. You kind of get that. At least I'm the dog looking like, what's going on? And the summary says, Boomerang's influence is finally felt, and Spider-Man joins the superior foes. Wait, that's not possible. Is it? Is it? And it's like, was this supposed to be next month's summary, and did somebody screw something up, or a next issue summary? Because that's not what happened. I mean, so huh. if somebody reads this issue 26, um, and unless I'm losing my damn mind, but uh, we did see a bunch of foes, and there's a lot of women taking over uh, iconic roles. There's a female Electro, a female Beetle, hmm. and you know, they're basically these women got screwed over by the men, and they're studying over their own, or- own organization where they have a 401k plan, and they provide for <laughs> each other. It's quite Quite funny. It's you know it's, what? If they would have just unionized all the supervillains, I think they would have been a little more successful. Well, that's exactly what this uh, <laughs> the woman in charge, the Beetle, she's saying. You know, m- m- men are idiots, and, this, and, we, and we, we're going to bring some organization to organized crime. And uh, that was what the issue was about, as well as the Kingpin and, uh, and um, pretty much everybody else trying to get the uh, boomerang, who is a former villain turned good guy, who now is Peter Parker's roommate, though he doesn't <laughs> know he doesn't know that Pete is actually Spider Man. That's who's the one funny. That stopped him. That's funny. Yeah, so um, it's a good issue. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the storyline. It's a lot of fun. Uh, great new artist uh, for this issue. Ke- um, I think Kev Walker was the, the one. And it makes sense. We've got a lot of rotating artists because, well, they put out two issues a month. And I imagine a lot. not a lot of artists can keep up with that kind of schedule. It's funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, BJ, what comic books have you been reading? It's like Spider-Man. It's like, we just talked about Spider-Man. You're like, I know. It's yeah. two a month. <laughs> and, and, and here it is again. And by the time the next issue comes along. Right. Uh, also got Star Wars, which has started a new storyline, which I thought was going to be after episode five. And, uh, you know, the run that they've had of Star Wars for almost is six, pretty much 65 to 67 issues. They were all about what happened between New Hope and what and uh, Empire Stripes Back. Mm-hmm. It was great. Finally, it was like, we're done. Uh, and the writing team and the artist team, they just they, they went off in their own merry way. Well, now we have a, a, a new story arc called Rebels and Rogues. Uh, oh. Greg Pack and Phil Noto are the new creators team behind this and it is right before they go to Hoth we see the probe droids being sent ah. out and all and, and there's and, and they're all split for different issues like Chewie and, and C-3PO have a bombing run that they've got to make on a planet but that gets difficult cool. and uh, Luke has got his own secret mission that he's doing Han and Leia have their own secret mission that they're doing so it's um, 
it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a good story arc. I'm liking it so far, but I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm getting antsy for what happens after oh, the end yeah. of Empire Strikes Back. Well, I have noticed that there was some San Diego Comic-Con news uh, revolving around Marvel Star Wars comics that you're just talking about. So I wanted to bring up that they are doing a Rise of Kylo Ren coming in December. Ooh. Well, that, of it's course. It's a four-issue miniseries, which it makes sense in terms of the, uh, the, the movie coming out. Makes sense indeed. I mm-hmm. suppose I'll check it out. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. And there's also going to be a Halloween spooky story version called Return to Vader's Castle that will focus on bad guys. So it's going to center around Vader, uh, Darth Maul, oh, yeah. uh, Jabba the Hutt, okay. Grand Moff Tarkin, and more. Uh, so ooh. if you want to get them spooky stories about the bad guys, I think I might try to lean a little there's, towards this. Yeah, so, go yeah. ahead, because there's so many There are so many Star Wars titles <laughs> out there. Chewbacca's got his own book. Vader's got his own book. Leia's got her own book. I, I can't keep up with all of them. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I, I, I'll go with Star Wars. And, wait, wait, uh, so, wait, Chewbacca has his own book. Yeah. Do they translate him, or is it just a bunch of... That's a very good question. I haven't read it. <laughs> well, you, you know... You see a lot of asterisks, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Here's right. what he says. Here's what he's actually saying. <laughs> Any other comic books you've been yeah, reading? Yeah, um, of course. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, a big, big props to the listener that turned me on to Descender, who now, of course, is uh, oh yeah that story. That story ended its run, and now they have Ascender, which uh, follows a grown-up version of the little boy that was in the uh, first one. And uh, they well, it's just you know they've they've uh, they've got the haunted galaxy story arc that's going on really well. This is a world that has become basically I don't, it's not Earth, but it's Earth-like, and there's multiple planets within the quadrant. And they went from being super tech and overrun by the robots to the point now where there's magic. And so oh. there are characters, one including called in the mother, where she's basically, uh, well, she's not nice. And all of the humans that are trying to figure it out are humanoids. They got issues. We're seeing some characters from Descender, but you know, aged for about 10, 15 years because this is the t- it takes yeah, place after. That makes sense. Some broken people who basically they were amazing, but they lost. And so you fall in the lives of these broken people. Uh, Jeff Lemire uh, or Lemire. I'm sorry, and Dustin Wynn. Uh, just beautiful artwork. It's and I've showed you the artwork before. It's just beautiful yeah, watercolor yeah, artwork, yeah. and it's a great story. Uh, it really, really is on Image Comics. You want to check that out. And uh, well, if you're sad about, of course, the fact that uh, there's no more Walking Dead, mm-hmm. uh, you still you still got a, a Oblivion oh, song. Yeah. And the artwork in that is also trippy and uh, such a trip. No doubt about it. You know, it's not a zombie apocalypse; it's a Cthulian apocalypse. <laughs> and this is where uh, Robert Kirkman is going to take you for the rest of this whole thing. And there's, there's, of course, lots of drama, lots of factions. And you know, Kirkman's got his way. His way is is that you think, oh, here's the big problem: it's these Cthulian creatures. But as usual, no, the no. problem is humanity. Yeah, it's always humanity. Yeah. Guess what? Humans screw up everything. Thing. We're it's good true. at it. Yeah, we're really good at it. Yeah, we are. Humans, <laughs> humans backstabbing other humans in a nightmarish world. You thought the only thing you had to worry about were the Cthulian monstrosities, but no, it's other humans that you didn't know were still around when you maybe they were banished, and maybe banishing them was not a good idea because then they'll come back and haunt you when they somehow can control and enslave these Cthulian no monstrosities. No way. No way. I know. <laughs> Cthulian mind control. Yeah. Right? So that's badass. Actually. That's Oblivion song by Robert Kirkman, Skybound. You know that. 
so mm-hmm. uh, that's a, those are the fun things I'm reading. Well, it's, I like the, the the fact that you did bring up uh, Robert Kirkman. We did talk about before that he ended the Walking Dead comic book just like surprise 193. It's done. The issue before had been the death of uh, Rick Grimes, Ooh. which we were like, where are they going to go from here with that? And apparently, <laughs> spoiler, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. far. Uh, so at the end in the letter, uh, he writes a letter at the end of it talking about it. And he says, "quote This is the end of the Walking Dead. That's it. It's over." We're done. He added, quote, this is, uh, it just felt wrong and against the very nature of the series not to make this the actual end as surprising as all the big deaths. So a lot of the times when something would happen big in all the comic books, you it was it was a surprise with the whisperers, with everything that happened and the heads on the pikes before you saw it on the TV show. Yeah. It was a big surprise for everyone just reading the comics. He goes on to say, I'm upset too, because everyone's shocked. Uh, I'm going to miss it as much as you, if not more. It breaks my heart that I had to end it and we have to move on, but I just love this world too much to stretch things out until it doesn't live up to what I want it to be. So people are wondering, will this impact the Walking Dead TV series? Of course not. Oh, <laughs> no, as long as people are going to, as yeah. long as Fear the Walking Dead is on, is it going to be a third series, I heard? Well, AMC says, quote, the Walking Dead is a universe, and we have a plan to manage over the next decade plus. Yeah. The plan a is a lot. careful plan to respect wow. the world of the fans of that world. Uh, the Walking Dead is about to enter its 10th season. Fear the Walking Dead is wow. in its fifth. That's amazing. There's also the recap show, The Talking Dead, another sp- the, another spinoff in development is basically called, I, I'm just going to call it Zombie Babies. Uh, Zombie Babies. So the third series is going to focus on a cast of younger characters. It was announced in April, and now they've actually fleshed it out <laughs> a little bit more uh, at the San Diego Comic-Con panel. Uh, the characters at the center of the new series will be young adults who only know a life amongst walkers, kind of like Judith, and uh, who grew up behind the walls. Scott Gimple says that they knew a life with comfort and safety. They know what the walkers are. Are. They know how to kill them, but they've never actually done it. Mm, so basically, we're going to see uh, children of quote unquote zombie privilege yeah. uh, leaving wow. home for the first time. So you're going to see them become heroes and villains and how they uh, stake out their own claim in the world. First Humans. one to die wins. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is fascinating. And I, I do love that Kirkman just ended the book. Because yeah. you would expect that they find a way to cure this, but really, I think Kirkman's saying, "No, this is the world as it is." And the, well, and the the Walking Dead was Rick Grimes's life. The first shot you ever see in it was him in the hospital bed. Yeah, this is not the overarching story of what's going on, but it's his journey through all of this and how he experiences it. It makes sense for it to have ended at one ninety three, which makes me wonder. I mean, we're supposed to get movies. Because Rick is yes. not dead. We're supposed to get these movies. They're going to be doing movies, and they did. Here's the funny thing. Through all of it, they had the panels. They did everything. They announced the series. They had a 15-second trailer clip for the movies. So they're going to be doing movies. All right. It's going to be going on with Rick Grimes. We don't know if it's going to have Jadith or whatever. Uh, the that Oh, Jay, uh, the trash heap lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the heapsters. The heapsters. Yeah. Uh, oh I have to imagine that she'd be in it because she was the one that flew off with him. You would think. Also, at the end of uh, the the 10th season, uh, Denai Guerrera did confirm that Michonne will no longer be a part of the series. Now, 
Does that mean that she goes on to find Rick Grimes? Does she turn into a zombie? Zombie! The the trailer for season 10 looks pretty intense. Hey, Rick, your girlfriend's a zombie! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You'll do the Misfits crossover with that. Mm. Uh, But then they they, they showed it's going to be the Whisperer War, and this thing looks super intense. Yeah, you knew that was going to be. I know. I'm excited. Like, I'm excited to see where they're going to go with it. Yeah. I, I hope I won't get disappointed. It's the 10th season of The Watch. Walking Dead, and I'm kind of. I mean, they brought us back with it. I mean, they did. They I mean, really did. You know, Alpha and uh, Alpha and Opie. I mean, really, <laughs> Alpha and Beta. Yeah. <laughs> It's or, funny uh, that you remember him as yeah, Opie from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. But was, uh, Alfie and Opie are going to be going at it, man, which is so, I think... Uh, I thought he was doing something with Omega, and it was like a cool O-way. No, but, no, 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 it is Alfie and Opie. Yeah, Opie was a great character, uh, and it had a tragic end, of spoiler alert, uh, in <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it, because uh, the actress is a great actress who plays uh, Omega, I mean, who plays Alpha, rather, and um, it's going to be interesting to see just... And then, will Maggie come back? I mean, I think, in a way, did they leave it open just in case her Hardcastle, whatever the heck that shows, Whiskey Tango, tango. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Vodka, uh, Screwdriver, whatever the hell, if they, did they leave it open saying, yeah, in case it doesn't work out, you're yeah. welcome back, I don't and know. It, and it looks like, uh, even though there was a fan rush for Whiskey Tango to try to get renewed after it was canceled after the first season, <sighs> looks like it's not going to happen. It's so. staying dead. So yeah. maybe, and they did leave it open for her to come back, I would hope so. Because it would be intriguing to see Maggie go off and then come back a little more learned and more of a leader, possibly. Who knows? Or what she could come back as. Right. Dun, dun. dun. Especially since we're losing Michonne. It's like, are we going to have anybody? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... Did you you happen to see the trailer uh, for uh, the, The Walking Dead? I did not. Okay, so Michonne... And Ezekiel good little smoochy smoochy. What? Yeah. Smoochy smoochy. Well, so, yeah, yeah. And Carol, then, Carol did say goodbye, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, we see Michonne wielding at the very last shot. Mjolnir. Not Mjolnir. Mjolnir. You dummy. Dang well, it. she is worthy. Well, she's also worthy of uh, wielding Lucille. Oh! And Doom. Yes. And Negan is playing more of a role. He looks out of it. And one of the best scenes, it is, uh, it's Gabriel talking to Aaron and saying, you need a fighter, pointing at Negan, and you need a cause. Peanut butter, meat, jelly. Wow. And then Aaron has the most badass mace attached to his little stumpy arm. Oh, that's awesome. Like, uh, seriously, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm really excited for this stupid show. I love this show so well, much. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, to have him be yeah. more of a presence now. And maybe turning the corner of being a hero's type. Well, yeah, and you, and you saw it. I mean, mm-hmm. you just, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, this show does show you that there's no good evil. I mean, you know, he thought, and if you really paid attention, Negan in his own twisted, crazy way thought he was the hero of this story. Absolutely. And he just thought, this is what you have to do to keep people in line in this crazy world. Sorry, but I've got to do this. And he got lost like a lot of leaders do. And there's a lot, I mean, you know, this is why this story is so real life. Because some of the greatest people that we love in history probably were more like Negan than anybody wants to believe. And one of the reasons that the the reason why he was a villain is because we were following Rick's story. If we were following Negan's story, like it could have been totally the narrative could have been totally yeah, different. But boy, I don't know how you could make it look like a hero when they did to Glenn. <laughs> I mean, Glenn wasn't bothering anybody. Well, I mean, they made me cheer when uh, Rick bit out the neck of a dude. 
You know, and, and just all, ripped yeah. out his throat with his teeth. And we do forget that they went in and murdered a lot of mm, Negan's people. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, I, you know, I, I could see, you know, maybe uh, Glenn getting a, a, a Lucille to the noggin for that. If they can make the Punisher seem like a hero, <laughs> anyone could be a hero. <laughs> uh, there's some other interesting news that came the out of, out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Brandon Ruth. You remember him as Superman? Yeah, what about Brandon Ruth? He's going to be playing Superman again in the Arrowverse crossover. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's very, very fun, because we've had a different Superman when we've seen him show up on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't Brandon, so really, he's going to be Superman. Yeah, which okay. is interesting, because he already plays Ray Palmer, the Atom, in Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yes, you're absolutely right. So I, he will also play Clark Kent Superman in the upcoming Crisis what? on Infinite Earths Arrowverse crossover. That's funny. Yeah. That is very, he very funny. He confirmed it via tweet. And so, yeah, the Arrowverse, if you don't know, is uh, the CW shows Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow. Yeah. And, uh, Legends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, yeah, it will include all the other shows, too. So Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and the upcoming Batwoman. So, oh, that's right. Batwoman was actually in the last crossover. I yeah. forgot about that. She looked good. I mean, like, I, I wanted to see more of her world. Oh, interesting. Currently, the Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman are all set on Earth-1, but Supergirl takes place on Earth-38. That's true. That's a faraway Earth. Right? Yeah. So this is how they're going to bring those all together. Yeah. That I, is I, neat, they've done actually. It, they actually have done it before. They have had crossovers, and they did establish before that Supergirl was not from the same Earth as, as, uh, as our... So we okay, do know okay, that. Okay, yeah. cool. That's still pretty cool how they're doing that. Like, I always love those. I mean, we just, like, on the last episode, went nuts over the multiverse yeah. sort of stuff, or maybe I just... Yeah, yeah. And let's hope that uh, Arrow doesn't tell Supergirl to sit this one out. One of the dumbest, stupid things I've ever seen is just like, you know what, we'll fight this massive alien monstrous thing, and you better sit this out, Supergirl, because we don't know if you know what you're doing. It's like, yeah, the strongest member of your team, yeah, have her sit out. That's pretty genius there. Good old... <laughs> yeah, which, right? I mean, I know it was for the plot, but you know, sometimes you go, come on. Oh, I mean, you, you, <laughs> come on. Sometimes that's why I get a little mad at the lazy writing, as Deadpool would say. Oh, yeah, right. Um, also, some other news tidbits, some of the biggest things. Terminator Dark Fate, which you were gushing over a little bit. And well, of I'm, course, I am because of Satakana. Okay. I was very excited uh, about uh, James, Cam- James Cameron to me. is. Coming back for it. Uh, also, uh, Linda Hamilton as well. This is going to only reference the first two classic movies. The other yeah. ones will not be canon. It's unfortunate. Good. Yeah. Um, but you know who else is coming back? Who? Edward Furlong. Oh, Mr. John Connor. B.B. John Connor is now a little more grown up, and uh, he is going to be a part of it. That is it. And we've had Ed Furlong on our main radio show. The guy is a crack up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for mm-hmm. this. Uh, the film will be R-rated because the DNA of the Terminator is R-rated, so they're not going to be doing anything that's any worries about that. No. Uh, we did mention the fact that The Walking Dead season uh, season 10 is coming back October 6th. Okay. So be ready for that. I am ready for that. Uh, and really, uh, there's like they actually revealed the the cast of the spinoff, but unfortunately, I don't know any of these people's names. Yeah, so. I don't think I've got time. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I mean, I stopped watching Fear. I just... Fear's been renewed for season six. I know. What, that has six seasons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is the fifth season right now. Yeah. Six seasons before The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> well, well, it's well, on the other side of the, the, the country. It's about... To, it's taking place at the same time. Oh, yeah. now it's the yeah. same time? It, it was... It, a, it always kind of was uh, in its own way. Yeah, it was one of those things where they dealt with the immediate impact 
correct, whereas Rick was about 30 days after. But you can kind of mush those timelines so they're along the same line Squishy. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're assuming that because we, we've had a crossover with Morgan going from, you know, the regular show to Fear. Yeah. Um, Isn't Dwight? I think Dwight is in there now, I too. Yeah, I haven't been watching them, so I I will, thought I yeah. saw a shot. I don't know for sure. Probably if anyone's true. following the Fear the Walking Dead, let me know when I can kind of jump in yeah. or some episodes that I would like. There's just too much TV. There is. That's the problem. There's so much. Yeah. Uh, one show that's ending, though, uh, maybe you'll be happy about this or sad, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is ending with season seven. And this is season six right now? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. I mean, I'm... This season's been fun. Uh, you know, I haven't hated it, but at the same time, I haven't loved it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, whatever. Makes sense with the uh, whole changing of the movies and everything, too. They probably are like, yeah, you know what? Let's wrap it all up. <laughs> did BJ, did you like Snowpiercer, the movie? Did you ever watch yeah, that one? that was one with Chris Evans, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a good yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and I, Tilda I, Swinton as the really strange, weird kind yeah, of leader of it. Yeah, they, she, yeah Tilda was so good, by mm-hmm. the way, in that. She mm-hmm. was really something. Um, I love that universe and the, the really dug the movie. I know it's not a fantastic movie, but I dug it enough that I wanted to see more. Uh, spring 2020, TBS is coming out with a TV series, and it's going to be, uh, looks like Orphan Black co-creator Graham Manson okay. will be uh, doing some stuff with that as the showrunner, and it's uh, Jennifer Connelly looks like to be taking the leadership role of the Snowpiercer train. And if you don't know about it, the world has ended, uh, basically covered in ice, and the only thing that hosts the last of humanity is the Snowpiercer, which is a train that's set on a perpetual motion sort of thing going on. So it's the only thing. It can't stop because everything will freeze on it. And so it's just this weird kind of hierarchy of different cargo or different cars ah. are the different like classes and sort of things like that. So the poorest are in the far back and they've got schools for the more wealthy people that are still yeah. around. Yeah, it's very fascinating. This mm-hmm. whole this whole world basically is just like, you know, it's like uh, everybody's on the train. I'm in car A. And, <laughs> and BJ, I don't have Amazon Prime. So the, you don't. Bo- the boys season two is already in production. So uh, they really like this. So I, I, we're going to have to borrow your Amazon Prime account or something. Well, I yeah. Know. I, I know. Jeez. Man, you've already got my... I, I, I've I already know. got one of yours. You've got my CBS. What I know. We're going to have to figure out some sort of trade. You'll have to get Disney and give me yours. Yeah, Let the right. negotiations begin. <laughs> yeah, and of course, The Boys made by uh, the comic book uh, graphic novel made by Garth Ennis, the guy that did Preacher. So, yeah. you know, if you love Preacher and you and love what they've done with the TV show, The Boys should be good with Carl Urban. And they're really marketing this as if you've got superhero fatigue, this is going to help out too because this entire earth has superhero fatigue and they're dealing with these kind of jackass superheroes that uh, believe that well when they have all these cosmic powers they're a little bit of an a-hole shout out to uh, the uh, preacher who comes back season 4 this Sunday yes Woo. yeah I gotta, See? I gotta watch, watch season TV. 3 I gotta watch and season this is three. the last <laughs> season I believe right it is yes, yes it yeah. is so Tons of stuff coming out here. Very excited to see everything that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. If you guys saw something that we didn't cover that got you excited about this or anything like TV, comics, movies, video games, the Avengers video game looks pretty amazing. I want to I pick that up. More <laughs> superheroes. Yes! Send us an email, bjgeeknation at gmail.com. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy.
Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. 